Gray Ledbetter did something, Crasher, that no woman has ever done in a certain truck series. You care to explain? Yes, it's the Championship Off-Road Racing Series, and there have been women who have won in the amateur ranks, but for all of these years, of all of these women racing in the pro ranks, no one has, no woman has won in the pro ranks until last weekend. And that was Gray Ledbetter. She won on Saturday and took home a second place on Sunday, driving a fairly new truck for herself, mm-hmm. at least, with Ryan Beat Motorsports. And it was just awesome to get a chance to catch up with her. And Statman, you had to remind us that we spoke to her in 2019 mm-hmm. when she was an old 14 years old. <laughs> yeah, 14 years old. She's only 17 now. Uh, but uh, yeah, she was racing and uh, bought, her parents were spending a bunch of money. And now she's had so much success. They're not spending all their money anymore. People are coming to her and said, hey, take this money to run our products and run in our cars. Gray Ledbetter right now in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Man, she's old. She's 17 years old now. Uh, Gray Ledbetter (laughs) joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Gray, again, keeping track of your career, uh, it's tough for us. What about you, who's driving all these different forms of cars and trucks? And we'll get to that big truck win, but how do you keep track of where you're running, when you're running uh, as a motorsports driver? I don't. I pretty much yeah. just have a list in my phone. That's about it. <laughs> I try to keep track of everything that I can. People that I talk to, I say, "Is there? are we actually doing this? Because things tend to change at like a second notice. <laughs> Wow. Well, the the one thing that, of course, caught our interest was this big truck win uh, that you had. And it, again, it's one of many firsts for you running for Ryan Beat Motorsports in the number 28 Bilstein Chevrolet Colorado. And the big deal about this is you are the first woman to win a race in this series. Uh, did you know this going in? That's the first question. And two, uh, is it true that you just had, what, two, three days in the truck prior to this win? Yeah, it's very true. We uh, literally, Ryan came up to me last year at Crandon, which is Labor Day weekend. And then it kind of went silent till about December-ish. And then all I next thing I do is we started talking. January rolled around. We started talking some more. I went ran and Tulsa shootout at the Chili Bowl. And then... Talk some more February, and then next thing you know, he's like, hey, we're going to um, Elk River to go testing, and this was a week before the first race of the truck. Um, but no, the 28 Chevy Colorado, it held up, and I'm so happy with the finishing results that we had this weekend because my only goal since it was – I literally had had two days, two and a half – no, two days in the truck prior to uh, was just to finish. <laughs> Well, can you explain the pro spec class? I mean, I would imagine that, I mean, I hear spec and I hear in my mind, everything's the same with everybody's trucks. So that means it goes back to the driver. You got a first place and a second place this past weekend. So tell me how difficult that was, not just with lack of experience in the truck, but because everybody else is driving the exact same thing. Yeah, like you said, everybody else is pretty much driving the same thing. All the class, all the difference really is between ProLite is it's a smaller chassis, so all the really old ProLites can come and race again. And it's um, a V6 engine, which obviously makes it a little bit cheaper, and a H-pattern transmission, which helps a lot. <laughs> it's 
preferably I like it more just because my whole life I've grown up shifting rather than um, driving something automatic, I guess you could say. But I don't know. It's just everybody is equal. Everybody's in pretty much the same truck. It's really just about setup of the driver. So was the shifting element, do you think that gave you a, a great advantage going into the weekend, into the season? I think it did. Uh, because, like I said, I've been driving stick shifts since I was seven or eight years old. That's the first time I ever learned how to drive age pattern. So you kind of just get used to it. And then going into the truck, and actually in the truck, you don't really need to use a clutch because of the way the, sh- the gearbox works which that even helped me much because of driving side-by-sides. Okay, so seven or eight years old. Let's take you back there. What was your first stick shift that you drove? Um, I think it was like a Ford Fiesta, maybe? I'm not Ooh. sure. I don't really remember because I grew up on dirt bikes. So then transferring into like 65s, 85s where you do shift on a dirt bike and then using the same mentality for a car – kind of just get used to it i guess i don't know i think it was a ford fiesta though when i was around eight years old (laughs) wow Wow. gray ledbetter it's great to see you again you've grown quite a bit in the last three years since we had our last conversation (laughs) but you've been driving a lot of stuff we talked you were in rallycross uh you've been in sprint cars now you're in off-road trucks uh, what do, is there anything that's at the top of the list for you? Something you want to concentrate on? Um, I think at the moment I'm definitely focusing on off-road and sprint cars. Um, I've drove so many things ranging from go-karts to sprint cars. And keep in mind, four or five years ago, I sat in a sprint car. And my dad, it just says for fun because we had went to a shop with one. And my dad said, hey, you're never driving one of those. So if that worked, um, but no, I think, I mean, I'll drive anything that I could get into. That's pretty much, I think any racers mentality, no matter if it's asphalt, dirt, whatever, but at the moment we're just sticking with off-road and sprint cars. At the time you were kind of paying your way into stuff, but it seems like your success may have people coming to you saying, please drive my car. Yeah, so to put it in perspective, uh, I was with Johnny Greaves, which there's absolutely no hard feelings with them. They're literally like another family to me still. But Ryan walked over to the, or Ryan actually called me over to his tent at back at Cranon last year as I was just walking by going who knows where. I think I was walking back to our pit. And he called me over and started talking to me and said, hey, there's this opportunity coming up uh, with Chevy and us and, you know, whatever. And I kind of was just like okay because obviously everything in motorsports is just talk at the beginning there's no set destination with anything and then eventually a few months goes by like I said he DM me on Instagram because I didn't have his phone number at the time we started talking some more talking some more and then next thing you know I'm in a truck and it still doesn't feel real <laughs> wow wow and, and I can't I I want you to have such success we had such a nice conversation before and uh, you were being coached quite a bit by our good friend, Buddy Rice. Mm-hmm. Is Buddy still in your ear? Is he coaching you or have you grown beyond that? I don't want to say we've grown beyond him. It's just uh, moving more into dirt and him being uh, known for asphalt, indie cars, everything like that. It's kind of just taken our separate ways. There's absolutely nothing against him 
love him. He's, he taught me so insanely much, and he helped me get into rallycross, which I could not be more thankful for. Um, it was still one of the most fun years back in 2019 racing those cars. I wish it could have kept going, but obviously COVID had different plans. Championship off-road winner, the first female to ever do it in this series, Gray Ledbetter joining us here in the Freak Nation of Lucas Oil Studios. Let's get back to the basics. You're talking about an H pattern. Now, that's what we were raised on. What the hell other pattern were you running in other cars? What is it? Sequential. So it's basically just up and down. It's for or- wussies, man. What's is it? H pattern is the way to go, man. That's how we were raised, Gray. That's why she's like it. I like it. God. Man, we're, we're killing the H pattern when it comes to shifting. What's the problem? Blame Formula One for that. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like reaching down and grabbing gears. I mean, that's an old saying from Statman, grabbing gears. I mean, you grab the gears, right? Everything that I've raced in off-road has been stick shift. It just hasn't been H-patterned because side-by-side <laughs> like, side is an H-pattern. <laughs> yeah, where do, you, where do you get the paddle shifts when you start doing this with your hands instead of grabbing gears? You got a whole well, other thing. doesn't work in my brain i tried it and there's nothing against it it just it doesn't it doesn't feel like i should be shifting because there's only two pedals <laughs> yeah that's true i can't get it straight in my freaking lexus i'm going i don't know where i'm down shifting up shifting side shifting or shifting like, I, I, I never get used to it i just want i don't want to reach down and grab a freaking gear shift damn it you gotta be a man kenny yeah. be a man. holy smokes jeez well, needless to say, Ryan Beat and Ryan Beat Motorsports made the right call in bringing you in this mm-hmm. truck. And I know it's early in the season, and I know, hey, look, Antigo, Wisconsin, it's a great race to win. But really, that championship trophy you want to get your name on is Crandon. And Crandon, yes. not just this race coming up the summer, but the one in September. Uh, what are the talks about running Crandon? I'm, I would think you're going to be running Crandon. And has there been a discussion on how to run Crandon? There hasn't been. I personally have never run the full track at Crandon, which is normally the championship track. Um, hopefully we're able to this year because of given the truck count, which Ryan has talks and there's been many talks that they should be around eight or 10 trucks by the end of the season ish. So that'll make it even more excited. And I'm very excited for that because even as we are right now, there's so we're so competitive already as a class. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Crandon. There's really no telling what will happen. Um, and the full race of the full track, let alone is going to be enough fun for me. Wow. Yeah. When you roll out in Crandon and you see that crowd with that crazy start, uh, I don't know how you don't lose your mind and lose focus, uh, in that. I don't care if there's two or 10 or 20 trucks, how you don't lose focus with that. Let's see a people uh, right in front of you. I don't know. You kind of just. When you grow up racing for so long, you kind of just get used to it, I guess. I don't really know how to explain it. It's kind of just like, okay, we're racing. (laughs) It's like, this is what this is. Obviously, you don't want to be in the back. You want to be in the front of it, and you don't want to see the people, but it's racing, so you never know what's going to happen. Okay, that's interesting to me. So do you not, because you have had so many years of racing yourself, do you not get nervous before any race anymore? Do you not have those pre-race jitters? Um, I can say that the first time I drove, not the first when we were practicing, but the first time at the track when we first drove it, when I first drove it, I was a little nervous just because 
uh, I'd been on the track before, but it's obviously a new vehicle, new team, everything, which I actually was very happy for. Um, but you just kind of get used to it, I guess. I don't know. It's not that it becomes natural. Well, it does become natural, but it's like the only time I get nervous is sitting on the staging lane right before we start the engine. As soon as we start the engine and we're rolling onto the track, everything goes away and it's just another day in the office. Well, it's it's no joke. <laughs> this isn't a novelty. It is evidence from rally to sprint cars to the trucks that uh, you're in it to win it. Curious if you've had some conversations with other successful women in motorsports as of yet. And what kind of advice have they given you? Ooh, I've talked to Corey Weller a bunch. I've talked to Haley Deegan. I've talked to, away from motorsports, I've talked to uh, Ashley Filek, which I guess not talked to, but I've texted her because she is deaf, which is absolutely insane to me that she could ride a dirt bike. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so many girls that I've talked to. There's so many girls getting into motorsports now. Like, for instance, the Lucas Oil Midget uh, race last night for um, – Indiana Speed Weeks top the four out of the five girls were the top four in qualifying, and that is a record for anything that they've done before. So there's so many girls just getting into motorsports recently that it blows my mind even because I've I mean I've been in it my whole life so you don't really notice it but now it's just crazy to see them all coming to the top. Well, it's good to hear it's not lost on you. You you realize it's not just an it's not a novelty. I mean, this is serious business and those names that you rattled off, you understand the circumstances behind all, women winning in in motorsports. It's a big damn deal uh, what you're doing, right? Well, thanks. It's just I don't know, you kind of just when you've been racing your whole life, you don't really notice it, but then when you see other girls out there winning, that's when you notice it because it's like mm-hmm. you're even though you are a girl and you might be winning all the time, you it's whatever, but then when you see another girl, it's like, "Oh, that's not normal." <laughs> <laughs> and that was you this past weekend taking the win, <laughs> making history in the Championship Off-Road Racing Series. So, yay. So you're a part of history and you're inspiring more women to do it. I never even realized that a girl had never won a pro class, but then I think about it and I'm like, well, there's not really many girls that have raced pro class. I know Holy Deegan's raced a pro light class a few years back and out west, and then I raced pro mod last year, but we were never able to come home with a win just due to bad luck. <laughs> but, um, yeah, whenever they said that after I got to the podium, when they just said it to me personally, I was like, oh, I never even, like, acknowledged that. <laughs> uh it's awesome what you're doing, Gray Ledbetter, the first woman to win in the championship off-road racing series, uh, flying those Lucas Oil colors. I'm sure we'll see you down the line soon, given the fact that you're just kicking to butt. Gray, thanks for doing this. Thank you. I'm really happy to have the chance to do it. Bang. Statman, she's growing up a little bit, hadn't she? <laughs> Rolling up a day or two. I'm really I'm really proud of you, kiddo. I, never, I really never realized that you were going to be a part of this, so knowing that you interviewed me back in – 2019 is crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep a tinge of that innocence. Just a tinge, please. All right. Yeah, yeah I will. Because I always do things anyways. <laughs> Meanwhile, keep kicking ass. Yeah. That's that's just amazing. <laughs> Thank you.